Hi guys, it's Christy and welcome back and thank you so much for joining me to, on today on today's podcast. Um, today we're going to talk about something that's kind of simple but something that most of us overlook which kind of seems to be a theme in a lot of the things we talk about. Um, but while I was taking this Ayurveda Ayurveda class to you know be certified to be able to teach it and teach the perfect health um, you know one of the things that they talk about are there are six pillars of health which are you know six different things we really need to do to to be in you know our greatest state or optimal health that we could possibly be in and the one we're going to talk about today is sleep which most of us really, really overlook. And, you know, right now especially, um, but, you know, with the pandemic and superbugs and just in the face of all the environmental toxins that we deal with on a regular basis and the accelerated aging process that's going on, you know, it's so important more than ever and really just so, so crucial that we do everything we can to achieve that optimal health for ourselves. And luckily, more and more info is out there how we as individuals can learn how to do that by making, you know, some simple, smart lifestyle choices on a daily basis. And, you know, that's why I feel like starting with sleep is, is, is just really so important and if we can be well rested and our body rejuvenated it's going to be a whole lot easier to do you know to start incorporating some of these other steps into our life um, and I know it's something that I just know personally so many people who struggle with sleep and and or they don't realize like how important it is to like really being healthy and happy um, and I used to be one of them. I could function on really little sleep and, you know, was regularly stressed out at night and like had a difficult time like calming my mind down. And it was just something I never realized how much better my life, my body, my mind, everything is once I learned how important sleep was and started to change those sleeping habits. It's, it's really crazy and now I couldn't imagine and I really don't like when I you know, don't get a good night's sleep and it happens and it's gonna happen to everybody but I feel like on a regular basis, you know, I've really, really been able to change my sleeping routine and it was, it's such simple stuff but yet just something that we, you know, we need to do. It's all these lifestyle choices that we just slowly start to incorporate into our life that make our lives, make us just better and better in every way. And, you know, and that carries out to everything we do, including our sleep. So um, it really, really is important to like really get that abundant, restful sleep. And, you know, it's one of the best ways that we can improve our physical health, our emotional well-being. You know, because when we are in that nice, sweet slumber, our body's like activating, you know, so many different processes so it can repair and renew itself. 
you know, sleep helps us eliminate the stress, which most of us in this world have from one thing or another, you know, and all the physical toxins that we're exposed to on a daily basis. It helps repair and rejuvenate all of our cells and our tissues in our bodies. You know, good sleep can strengthen our immune system, which is really something we need right now in this crazy world. Um, you know, sleep also balances our hormones, which regulate metabolism and our appetite, and that helps you maintain a healthy ideal weight. So if we're not getting enough sleep and, you know, really restful natural sleep, then our body is going to have a much harder time to, to lose that weight you've been trying to lose. You know, all of this stuff is just all tied into us you know, making some really smart, healthy choices for our bodies on a regular basis. Um, you know, during our sleep, we also consolidate our long and short-term memories. It's, you know, it's kind of the way into the cosmic, you know, universe. It's, it's just so good in so many ways and so many good things happen when we sleep. So if we're, you know, just perpetually sleep deprived, just a lot of badness can happen. And, you know, we're more likely to have a weakened immune system and chronic inflammation, which, which is seriously no joke. You know, chronic inflammation puts our bodies in like such a state of stress because it's like constantly on alert you know, ready to fight something and, you know, because it thinks that the inflammation is attacking, you know, so it's, you know, doing always on alert, which is no good. And, you know, these two conditions are, are associated with so many diseases that we all hear that people, you know, get really sick from Alzheimer's, um, obesity, you know, any cardiovascular disease, diabetes, any digestive disorders that you have and some kinds of cancer, you know, can all be related to, you know, having a weak immune system and having chronic inflammation in our body. And, you know, it really, really attributes to accelerated aging of our body and our skin. So get your sleep and you'll look much more beautiful. Um, but really, it, it does make a huge difference, and especially over time. Um, and sleep can also impact your mood and cause you to feel irritable or emotionally reactive. So, you know, we don't need, need any more help to do that. We want to really calm ourselves down and get a really good night's sleep. Um, it's also the underlying cause of, you know, depression, anxiety, and, you know, many other mental health dis disorders. Oops. Willow, I'm sorry. <laughs> Willow, had, Willow had something to say, something interrupted her sleep. Um, but yeah, it really, you know, being um, an underlying cause of all of those mental health, you know, disorders, it's, it's crazy how important sleep is and that most of us take it for granted. Um, you know, there's recent studies on sleep and genes that have said that even after like, a, you know, that recent studies on sleep and genes, let me think, I can't remember what I was actually saying, that I think like after a week of you getting sleep 
for less than six hours, it can really have like a profound effect on your genes. I guess the study people experienced like 700 different genes that changed and a lot of those were affecting your metabolism and then your you know inflammatory immune and stress responses so so that's not good like i said they're always on alert because all of these genes you know are, are just are drained and stressed it's like we need to get that sleep so our body can can be the best it can possibly be um so how much sleep is enough now that we know all the good and bad things that sleep can do for us you know how much is enough most adults need like seven to nine hours every night and this means natural sleep and i mentioned this earlier so that means sleep that's like not induced by over-the-counter or even possibly prescription sleeping medicines or alcohol or other drugs you know sleeping meds don't provide that deep level of rejuvenation that kind of comes with natural sleep. And many times they come with like serious side effects and risks, including addictions. So we're gonna give you some tips, you know, on what you can do if, if you're not falling asleep easily and sleeping soundly and waking up feeling fresh, to, fresh and alert after you've had somewhere between seven and nine hours of sleep. Um, you know, there's, there's some different things that we can do. And the number one thing is to start to align with natural rhythms. And what does that mean? You know, we really get our highest quality sleep when we can kind of align with our circadian rhythms, you know, where our body's natural rhythms of physical and mental activity. And it's kind of like we have to think of our bodies, it's like our body's own internal clock. And these circadian rhythms, you know, regulate our feelings of sleepiness or wakefulness, as well as like our body temp and different hormonal changes throughout the 24 hour day. And these circadian rhythms that we have are aligned with like nature's cycle of light and dark, you know, what's it's so interesting, and I, I won't go off on a tangent, but when you look at like, um, you know, a picture of trees and the picture of like our human vein system and all different things in nature, our thumbprint to like a tree stump, um, you know, the, the rings in a tree stump, it's so crazy that we really, we are we kind of move in flow with nature so that's the thing that we need to do is line our our circadian rhythms up with with the universe and kind of being awake and alert when the sun rises and as the day goes on and it becomes dark our bodies kind of just naturally slow down and then they start producing that melatonin and those other natural chemicals that we need to start prepping our body for sleep. So if we're on a whacked off sleep schedule and you know as the sun sets and and you know we start to get to like 10 p.m. and we're not ready to go to bed, 
it, it really messes with us. And, and I'm sure you guys have noticed that if you sleep for like eight hours between 10 p.m. and 6 a.m., you're much, much more rested than if you slept for eight hours, but it was from midnight to 8 a.m. You know, this is because our circadian rhythms are following nature's and we're really most invigorated and, you know, feeling our best when we're sleeping when it's really dark outside and rising with the sun. And, you know, if this is not you and you stay up to those wee hours of the night, um, you know, it, it, it's just not good. Really trying to get to bed by 10 p.m. and waking early can be a huge challenge, but it's one of the most beneficial habits that you can adopt. You know, the key is to adjust slowly. Maybe like 15 minutes at a time is a really, really good way to slowly start creeping your bedtime closer to 10. And, you know, if, if you want to do it faster, I would say not more than a half hour per night. And even give yourself, you know, a couple of nights. Just start to slowly, or, you know, maybe it's something you just put in your mind and, and you do once in a while, but just keep thinking about it because you're going to notice if you can get to doing this consistently, how much better you're going to feel. And, you know, this is something that I've been working on with my oldest daughter, and she is a real crazy night owl and is constantly sleep deprived. And, you know, she knows, you know, the benefits of good sound sleep, but has fought it for years. And, and now I think she's starting to really realize. And so here's a, you know, a few of the tips that, you know, she's using and that you can use to try to get your sleep routine in your bedtime and, you know, your whole sleeping back on track. And, you know, here's a few suggestions of things you should do if you want to be able to fall asleep by 10 and just experience that best night of sleep, restful, rejuvenative sleep. Um, one thing is to avoid caffeine in the afternoon and later in the day. Hopefully, I mean, this is easy, but I also know really, really hard to do. Maybe start cutting back and having it all earlier. Um, another thing you want to do is have a relatively light dinner, really no later than 7 p.m. And try to avoid late night snacks and meals. And you never want to go to bed on a full stomach because this really interferes with your sleep. Your body, you know, is busy digesting, so it's not able to, you know, really restore and, you know, make everything feel fresh and good and just restore your body. You're not getting restorative sleep if your body has to work on digestion overnight. Uh, another nice thing to do is, you know, just take a leisurely walk after dinner. Um, you want to try to avoid intense mental activity or emotional interactions. So you don't want to do things like balance your checkbook or get into an argument with somebody or watch the news before you go to bed. That's actually the scariest thing you can do. There's so much fear out there. Um, yeah, I mean, that's really all that the news can do for you. So I would try to stay away from that before bed. Um, a really, really tough one for most everybody in this world now is, you know, trying to avoid your device. We're surrounded by devices all day long. 
and if you could just stay away from it for a couple hours before bed I mean two ideally but you know that blue light you know kind of surpasses melatonin and starts to trick our brain into thinking that it's daytime and so our body starts to respond to that and it becomes more alert and more awake so that's not really good either um, something that I love to do and have really gotten into doing is, you know, taking a warm bath to kind of relax your body and mind. You can add calming oils to the bath, lavender, sandalwood, chamomile. You know, it's really become one of the most peaceful ways that I like to end my day. Um, always nice to enjoy some light or inspirational or spiritual reading or some soft music in the evening. And you want to make sure you're sleeping in a totally dark room. And even like a dim light from like a glowing alarm clock can start to mess with your melatonin production and disrupt sleep. I, for the past like two, I guess it's been like two, almost two and a half or two and a half years since I've lived here in California. And our rooms upstairs have these, you know, like rolled down drapes that are just kind of like a, a screen I don't know what you would call them but they're they're kind of light there's always been a lot of light in my room and just like two months ago I mean we my son and I both sleep really really well um, I was like you know what maybe I should make my room darker trying to just slowly incorporate all this stuff into my world and it um, has made such a huge, huge difference by putting blackout shades or blackout drapes on. So anyways, sleeping in complete darkness, which I have just recently started to do, really, really has made a big difference. And um, you should do it. <laughs> And, you know, one of the things, if you find your mind's like still active at bedtime. Okay, I um, have never had to stop this, but I had to answer my phone and buzz somebody upstairs to our condo. Um, so I'm hoping this is just going to continue to record. But anyways, um, I was saying that if you find your mind is still active at bedtime, you can try like journaling your thoughts and any concerns that you have because it really helps to get it out of your head and help your mind rest, you know, when you do close your eyes. And then once you're in bed, take a moment to just feel your body. You know, focus on where you feel some tension and and just try to breathe there for a couple of breaths and, you know, just consciously relax that area, whether it's your shoulders, your neck, your whatever it is. Um, you know, and then you can just sit there and simply watch your slow, easy breath and you'll it will help you drift off to a nice, sweet sleep. Um, so this is a ton of simple little things we can do to get good sleep and you know with rest and sleep being so critical to our ability to thrive it's so well worth it to look at those sleep habits and make changes to the quantity and the quality of our sleep and you know this like so many other of the tools that I practice and I'm you know trying to 
share with everyone, you know, almost seem like they're too simple and but and they're real practical, but they're really difficult for a lot of us to start and maintain. So you really just want to make a commitment to it and see if you can, you know, do it for I know 21 days is a good one and you know, after so long it becomes a habit. So, you know, uh, I think after 21 days it becomes a habit and maybe after 90 it like becomes a lifestyle change. I can't remember exactly what <laughs> what that saying is, but you know, do it. Give yourself a chance. You know, don't do it for a day or two and then be like, oh, I'm not feeling anything. You know, remember, everything takes a little bit of time and, and it also takes us being really aware and conscious to how we're feeling, you know, see how you're feeling. Do you feel a little bit more, you know, ready to roll and vibrant and sharp, you know? Just pay attention to all of that. And, you know, now that we know aligning with nature and the sun and the moon is like one of the keys to restful, rejuvenating sleep, another one is moving our body. So, you know, we need to move our body just like nature moves and, you know, the wind and the waves and just everything, you know, we need to get our bodies that physical exercise on a regular basis. And, you know, the physical exercise gets all of our energy flowing. It releases our stress and that helps us to sleep better at night. You know, our bodies are designed to move, to breathe, and to stretch. And most of us don't do a whole lot of any of those three. So when we can make it a regular habit to take that gorgeous body we have um, and move it, and it's going to help us, you know, it's going to help us and it's going to get easier and easier to fall asleep and to stay asleep at night. And you always have to remember with anything or any time you start something new, it can take a few weeks before you notice the benefits of this, you know, exercise on your sleep patterns. So it's definitely a win-win situation. I mean, think about how wonderful you feel and your body feels and your day is after you exercise. You know, those benefits carry over during your day, but they also help you sleep really fabulous too. You know, it's just good stuff. So, um, one of the leading causes of disturbed sleep is stress. So, even when our body is tired and it craves rest, you know, how many times have you laid in bed and just been thinking and thinking about what happened earlier or what happened before or worrying about something that might happen in the future? When we do this, we're activating our body stress response. Our, you know, our blood pressure rises, our heart starts to beat faster, we start releasing stress hormones such as cortisol. All of these symptoms of stress keep us up at night. And that was definitely my, that was my deal. Um, and it sucks. And especially when I look back at it, <laughs> at it now, I couldn't imagine having to, you know, still be so sleep deprived. Um, you know, so in addition to daily exercise, daily meditation is one of the most powerful ways to release stress, and calm your mind and body. Cause when we meditate, we go beyond, you know, the minds like, super noisy internal talk or dialogue 
and we start to experience stillness and just like the silence of our awareness being expanded and you know our heart rate our breathing rate all start to slow down we you know we activate our body's parasympathetic system which releases all of the stress we've accumulated so if you've ever meditated or sat in silence or done any kind of breath work you know that greater sense of calm that you have afterwards you know this calm especially the more you do it can really carry out into all of your activities you have all day you know just allowing you to be more centered when you're faced with stress and it also carries over into the night and helps you you know drift peacefully to sleep when it's time for bed when we can really just be calm and release that stress and you know many people think oh my gosh i'm gonna have to meditate for hours i'd rather just not sleep well but you know that's not true even five ten minutes a day will give you so many healing benefits you know you can check out some of the breathing exercises and meditations that i've started to put out on the podcast you know i put one out this I think Wednesday, because now I'm going to try to release on Fridays. Um, so if you need somewhere to start, I think there's one or two breathing exercises. I just did a really nice, maybe I think it's 15, 20 minute um, meditation that's really good to just let go and release. But anyway, seriously, um, you know, you can find meditations anywhere and there, there is, anyone can meditate there really is no wrong way you know you just gotta try it and it I feel like it's been one of the most helpful tools for me so if you need help direction whatever and I'm gonna try to keep putting um, more and more things out there because I know everybody likes something different and it's good to change things up I don't like to always repeat the same stuff but um, you know and when you do a meditation practice you know you can just you want to be in a nice comfy seat and do i mean you need to be in a big lounger sofa no but i don't want you to be sitting uncomfortably just make sure you can sit there for a few minutes because you want to have a nice tall spine you don't want to be rigid where you're looking like you're a statue you know relaxed but make sure your your spine is as tall and as long your whole back is as tall and long as possible you can even lay down if you want if you're having a difficult time doing this i know i did i think i had poor posture and really you know was having a difficult time sitting for a long time so whatever you need to do there there isn't a wrong way and know that you're making a step into the right direction once you find that you know place where you're sitting comfortably you want to gently close your eyes and that helps us to turn in and then you can start by taking two to three you know deep breaths in through your nose and out through your mouth i like to do that at the beginning just to kind of get it out you know and then you know let go of controlling your breath and just breathe normally but pay attention to it Pay attention to the sensations that you feel when it enters your body. And I know you can be like, ooh, I don't feel anything, because I would always say that. But really just kind of with your eyes closed, just pay attention to that breath. And if you follow it, 
you'll you'll get better and better and then you'll really be able to feel what's going on in your body but you know your breathing can be effortless just observe it and you know notice if your mind drifts that's okay acknowledge it and just bring your awareness back to your breath without you know trying too hard to concentrate or focus on it and you know start with two minutes can do anything for two minutes and then just build up more time as you become more comfortable and when time's up sit for a few moments and soak in that stillness and that silence and the peace that you feel in your body for those couple of minutes afterwards you're going to be able to carry that into the rest of your day and you know really remember any time that you spend meditating is one step closer to achieving, you know, such beautiful peace and happiness in your life and just a really calm, easy way. You kind of feel as if you're just floating through life and and it's it's a nice, it's nice. Um and you know, I remember in the beginning feeling like every time I meditated, my mind was quiet maybe for a minute and and you know it wasn't it was racing around about what i had to do or what i was worrying about or what i was thinking about from the past for the rest of the time even when i did yoga classes and you're you know it's really breathing with movement you know i would forget about my breath and realize class was over and my mind was going crazy so you know this is a practice and you're going to get better and better at it the more you practice and and that's really all i can say is you know i did the same thing i you know i was like ooh, i i don't maybe i don't need this because i'm not you know i can't really do that I, it's okay i'm thinking about how my days you know and i really was like justifying that my mind was going crazy and you just learn just keep practicing it and sticking with it even if you feel like you're not good at it it's okay we were all not we none of us knew how to walk and guess what you know it we all learned it just takes practice like anything else you do and then you're gonna see that you know quicker and quicker and you know how much better you're gonna get you really have nothing to lose and seriously, the most beautiful, peaceful, calm life to gain. So anyways, I say try some meditation. Um, and really the last tip that I have for good sleep is breath work. And your breath is, you know, our foundation. It's everything. It, you know, it kind of balances out our whole being which in turn helps us, you know, experience like really restful, good sleep. So it kind of calms our nervous system and, you know, turns off all of our stress responses. And then all of our relaxation responses are on so that we're peaceful and calm no matter what's thrown at us. And so before bed, if you can do, and even if, if you're thinking, ooh, meditation is too hard, you know, breath work was really the key to get me into meditation. So, you know, at night you can for do a few minutes of belly breathing or, you know, maybe just do a number, like 10 breaths before bed. 
and it's a simple simple breathing technique and it really allows you to fall asleep in like a relaxed you know state and then stay asleep at night and this is something that I've been doing with um, my son every night and you know he's 13 so he complains about it sometimes but I can tell the more we've done it and he said to me you know how good he feels afterwards and you know we do this sometimes we do this all the time before his games and you know different things that may be happening but um, he's commented on how light he feels and just like how clear his mind is especially if we do it during the day and then you can add a little minute of meditation or giving thanks to you know the universe your source god whatever you want to say set any intentions you know send love to to everyone to whomever you want you know just some other good ideas to do as you're as you're breathing there and this is super extra simple you just need to you can lie down flat on your back like you're laying in bed you know close your eyes again to bring that awareness inside and maybe concentrate your awareness on your belly or on your heart you know especially in the beginning I like to say your belly um, because you know without too much concentration we're gonna like really try to breathe in through our nose and feel our breath in our belly see our breath belly rising on that inhale and then on our exhale seeing your belly fall you can even put your hand on your belly you know with kids I sometimes put a little stuffed animal on their belly and you can just watch your breath make it move up and watch your breath make it move down and and it's as simple as that you can add some affirmations if you want to you know i am love i am gratitude willow i'm sorry second interruption for willow she typically doesn't um bark a lot but they're repainting our entire condo complex and so there's just been lots of workers so anyways um you know that's that's all we have to do and so now we know how important sleep is to our overall well-being and i hope you can use some of these simple tools that we talked about today and i'm sending so much love and good energy out to every single one of you guys thank you for tuning in with me and for growing with me and i'm sending sweet sweet dreams to all of you and remember it's never too late to be what you might have been so until next time big hugs thanks guys